0: The spirit of Adonai is in the process of setting up a crash course, a crash course for his people. There's some bad news and there's some good news. The bad news is the, 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 the sons and daughters of God are about to be put through the most difficult exam anyone has ever gone through, the most difficult test anyone has gone through. Trigonometry ain't got nothing on the test you're going to have to get through. Brain surgery has nothing on the test that the children of God are about to be put through. In fact, if you took all of the knowledge of the world and put it into one test, the test that you're going to be put through will far surpass the test of knowing everything there is to know in humanity. The bad news is that in as much as this test is incredibly incredibly difficult even appearing to be impossible the children of God have been in a school that has taught them nothing to prepare for the test. I mean you can say, well I learned something good, I'm glad. But you learned this and the test is this. So whatever you learn is worth nothing. That's the bad news. The other bad news is that there's no time to study. But I do have some good news. The test has already been taken by the king that lives in you. And there is no test so difficult that he cannot accomplish it. What you have to do is get the hell out of his way and let him take the test through you anyone who thinks that they have enough information to handle themselves with the test that's coming is out of their mind. It is impossible. And so although I recognize in our humanness, it is is almost frightening to realize what's about to happen. At the same time, remember that the king said, in this world, you will face many tribulations but be of good cheer because I have conquered them all. Do you see it? The, the, the secret there that he's saying is it, it's, it's important to understand, not, not as a human would read the scripture, but, as, but you have to understand with the mind of Messiah. That's me like telling my son, Hey, listen, you're going to have to, you know, pass this test in college and it's going to be really difficult. But don't worry about it. I've already (coughs) taken the test. Huh? What is that? Good for you, Dad, but how does that help me? So the mystery is this. Why can he say to you and me, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world is because he's already seen himself in you before the foundation of the world, walking through all the battles and all the things that you're about to go through. He just needs a body to go in. That's why we put on the anointed one. We put on Christos. We're We're like a glove in him and he's in us. This is why it is a complete waste of time for humans to try to figure out what they need to do to be right with God. It's it's impossible. Every time you try to be right with God, every time you try to do something for God, you go right back to the Garden of Eden where they were made in His likeness and in His image and then they believe the lie. Do you want to be like God? Oh, what do I have to do? The minute you do that, it's like God has placed you in the place where He is. And Satan is down here and says, Come over here, I'm going to show you how to become like God. And you come down, so what do I have to do? And the minute you come down, you leave your place of authority. This is why religion doesn't work. This is why religion causes division between people. This is why a lot of us have suffered tremendously. And because we've suffered, now we walk around with little shields, worrying, you know? Yeah? And sometimes you go and you hear a word and say, Well, this is, this is too good to be true. Well, The whole story is too good to be true. The whole thing. But you shouldn't be surprised. Because God is good. And he said, you shall know the truth. And the truth will make you free. So it is good and truth. In our fear, because of our pain, because of our suffering, hide and Adonai is saying, come, come and are like, oh no, 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 no because we're afraid of getting hurt, Adonai is trying to open up our understanding in our hearts that we may say, you know what, my heart has been stabbed one too many times Adonai says one more time, come on come on, come on this time I'll kill you <laughs> The purpose, the purpose for the, for the suffering we go through is to increase until we die. That we get to the place where we say, it is no longer I that live, but Messiah lives in me. And then you begin to understand why, why all these guys who believed in Messiah, He leaves them, and every single one of them gets killed, and none of them care. Rev. Shaul, you know, Paul gets beaten. In fact, someone has a prophecy. They say that the owner of this belt is going to go into a city and he's going to be pummeled and hit. And it's your belt, Paul. They said, "Thank you. Let me put it on. I got to go to the city. Where are you going?" The believers pleaded with him, "Why are you going? Why are you going?" You know, one time I had someone say to me. It seems like Paul was disobeying the Holy Spirit. No, not at all. The Ruach HaKodesh was simply telling him the owner of the belt's going to get a beating. What are you waiting for? It's time to go spill some blood. For what? Because without the shedding of innocent blood, there's no remission of sins. Well, that's nice, but that was Yeshua who did that. I know. Guess what? You've become one in Him. And this is why it says... For we all, like lambs, are led to what? For what? He already did it. Right. Or you're in Him. He was the foreshadow of the greater thing that was yet to come. This is why He said, I've done little things, you guys are going to do greater things. Because I go to my Father. Where does the Father live? In you. You're the, you're the mansion He's preparing. You know, it's like I say this, it's, it's good to understand this. Sorry for the disappointment. Okay, so, wh- what, what, what? Okay, so, wait a minute. I didn't want to go to hell, and I, I, I came into this thing. And now what are you saying? Now I'm saying, you're going to die. Well, what about my mansion? Well, no, you are the mansion that he lives in. He's preparing you, the mansion that he lives in. And so what am I doing that for? so that you have the authority to break down the gates of Sheol as a son anointed to set the captive free and the gates of hell will not prevail. Oh, man! I should have just stayed where I was. I should have just stayed here. I know you should. Me too. I wish I could go back. But our Father doesn't care what I think or what we think. His plan, His ways are greater than our ways. So much greater than our ways. So today I'm extremely encouraged. (laughs) I receive a semi-threatening phone call by what may possibly be a a, a rabbi who's extremely concerned and has told me that if I continue on this path of confusing people, primarily Jews, that I'm going on a path that is very dangerous. <laughs> That's like the Ruach saying, the owner of this belt is going to get a beating. So we send a prayer request, I bless this rabbi, bless this man. And we just bless him with your salvation. And we declare him not guilty ahead of time. That's how it works. Okay, so, so um, you look at your story, you look at where you've been, you look at all the people who've suckered you, especially, especially in the body of believers. That's where it hurts. That's where it hurts. It's okay to, to be uh, you know, uh, misused and abused by the people in the world. You sort of expect that. It gives you an opportunity to turn the other cheek or whatever you gotta do. You know, someone chucks you the bird, and you're like, huh, you know, where's it used to chuck it back? And now you're like, okay, I'm going to turn the other bird, and I'm not going to flip the bird, you know? <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to be good people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Huh. Oh, my God. Say, again, say. Wait until you just let the Spirit of the Lord in you do what the Lord wants to do. and the bird back and say, Baruch Hashem, yeah! And the other person would be like, that, that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Holy bird. All right. <laughs> because what, his ways are not our ways. Like I said before, this is why the Lord hates religion. You see, in religion, you have to go somewhere and find a congregation. (laughs) Because you don't realize you are already the congregation of the righteous. You are already a member of the kingdom of heaven. You already have eternity. Today, Already. You don't need to look for anything. Whatever night is going to do, he's going to do and He'll do it in his own timing. But you already have that today. And so, when you step outside of the community of God, of of the body of of Messiah, to look for the the congregation where it's going to fit you right, you already stepped up. So you're you're not supposed to find a congregation. You're supposed to be walking around and saying, okay, Adonai... Your spirit is in me. Where are you having your spirit go? In me. Yeah. He might end up putting you in the suckiest place on earth. For a reason. Because that's the place that needs to see the glory of God. And you're the only one who's the closest to having it there. treasured you are in the kingdom of heaven that you are a son and a daughter of God and you've been a son and a daughter of God before you were even in your mother's womb because he knew you before you even were conceived he gave his life to save before the foundation of the world you're just catching up okay where? to pray that way. Hadunai, what did you see me do today? What did we preach about? I have no idea, but you do. So, so let the words that you saw spoken here long before come forth so that your sons and daughters can rise up. What an awesome blessing to realize you're not a human who needs to find a club to feel better about yourself. What an awesome blessing! That you have the power and authority to walk in and walk out. You are free to come in and to go out. You are free to dance. You are free to sing. You are free to worship God as God created you to. This is why religion is a stench to God's nostrils. I tell you the truth. The Spirit of the Lord is looking around at a group of people. When everybody goes down on their knees, he's like, why did they just do that? Oh, I don't know. Five people did it, so everyone's always with and, and everyone's standing up, and, and everyone is going to do it, you know? And everybody starts clapping, and then it's like, what's going on? What's going on? Why is everybody clapping? And so, as a son and daughter of God, in those moments, instead of clapping, if you have a tap into the spirit, and you really do, you'd be like this. Everyone's like, hallelujah! you be like, why are you doing that? I don't know. I, I, I see every night doing this. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what I'm doing. But I think he's wondering, what the heck are we doing? It's going to be okay. It is going to be okay. But it's important that you understand the authority, the glory, that you are. Which means, right now, this whole place could collapse, and you're the last person standing in here. Or you're the last person. You're the last person. And nothing happened. Because there was only one here before, and there's still one left. And you get up, and you brush yourself up, and say, okay, now where did you see me go after everybody died? And you just go over to wherever you're supposed to be. Because he said, My lambs hear my voice. You're not here to listen to Rabbi Peter talk, because Rabbi Peter's home playing video games or something stupid. I'm not here. I am not here. Work very hard not to be here. Not interested in being here. Listening to the message like everybody else, except I don't get the luxury of sitting down when I'm listening to this thing. But that's how we're all supposed to be. So someone comes up to me and says, you're a prophet of God, Baruch Hashem, but that's really no big deal. I just got demoted. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just went from being Yeshua to a prophet. Okay, Baruch Hashem, fine, that's no problem. (laughs) But we're all supposed to be prophets. Do you understand? So people that wound other people are people are trying to raise themselves higher than everybody else. And that's, what wound, that's what's wounding the children of God. is someone who's, like, look it, we're all in this family right here. But some people are not satisfied. they, they got to get one up on you. They've they got to try to find a way to get up. Because you want to be above people. You don't realize that the true the true servants of God the true shepherds they're not up here they're down here holding everybody up. That's their job. Pick people up and pick them up. So why have you gone through your journey where you had to get beat up? So that you can identify with the king and once you're Healed, and you realize, oh, I get it, this was the plan to teach me what not to do, and that I'm called to go below all and be the servant of all, to lift everybody up. Now, I went to pick someone up the other day, you know, and, uh, you know, it's funny, like, my cars are sort of funny. My cars just have to get me to, from point A to point B. I'm not even interested in going back to point A. I just got to get to point B. And then all is well. And I will provide some other way. And, and they were perplexed that, you know, my vehicle didn't really look like a very nice vehicle. And I was perplexed that they were perplexed. What the heck? I, I the worst vehicle in the whole place until everybody else has a better one. I have less food than everybody else. I have everything less than everybody else because my job is to lift people up. Do you hear what I was talking? Yes, says that. That's him. Just, you know, I'm like, everything. Well, every why every, every your head like switches back, where's well, that me? Who's talking? Who's it me? Well, I'm a nice guy. I'm not a nice guy. I want to have nice things, but there's one in me that is not interested in anything other than to lift his people up. Once you begin to realize that he's the one living inside of you, you stop doing good deeds. You just do whatever the father tells you to do. Because you are in the Son, the Son is in you, and the Son only does what the Father does. Oh, you're so nice. You drove all the way over there to pick that person? Huh? What? Oh, that was such a nice deed. Oh, man. I say it. I say it. I say it. Okay. I'm, I, I I'm, I'm going to make it so that it's like palatable for humans because sometimes humans sneak up in here. Someone's blessing me, oh, you're so nice. You're so nice. F off. Huh? I'm not interested in your, oh, you're so nice. There's none good, but God, he lives in me. He lives in you. What you do that is right is not a good deed. It's it's what the Father does for you.